All right, here we go. Off-Season Express. I'm your guy, Craig Erickson. Zooming with me is my guy, Eric Franklin. We are brought to you by the 502 Podcast Network. Uh, we got a packed show, man. Uh, think, think people going to enjoy this one, man. We got uh, the Green Bay Aaron Rodgers debacle, or whatever you want to call it, going on. Beefing. Uh, we got some NFL draft stuff. We'll cover the rest of the rounds uh, after we gave y'all the the first round recap over the weekend. Uh, we're gonna get into some Carolina their their draft. Uh, we're gonna give y'all some some good draft classes. I might even throw in some of the worst draft classes who uh, who we had this year. Uh, we're also going to have a little debate about uh, Isaiah Simmons going to Arizona. Uh, another controversial draft pick with Jalen Hurts going to Philly. Um, so you have to get all our thoughts on on all that. I think we might actually have some some disagreements among us today. My guy Eric, what's up, man? Oh, nothing. Living the dream, man. Today is Dale Earnhardt's birthday, so, you know, raising hell and raising Dale, buddy. That's how I've gotten through life, so. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. Uh, it's crazy, like, it. how long ago that was, man. That was the – you know what's funny about that? Well, it's not funny. Um, there's one, it was Fox's first broadcast, and two, the Daytona 500 this year, you know how the dude almost died, Ryan Newman, like mm-hmm. that, that crash? Donald Trump was at the Daytona 500. He goes, the last time I was here was 2001. And it was a wonderful event. And I'm sitting there like, bruh. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> the biggest star in the history of that is the guy who made that sport mainstream died. And then I don't ever come back to another race again. That's all I'm just going to say. Because that happened in Ryan Newman. Yeah. Who I like yeah. also, you know. Now it's foreign. That would be foreign language for most of the people, uh, you know, that would listen. So, but I, I do have a random thought that I want to get out there. It is amazing to me how many people on Twitter like pro wrestling. Cause you know, nobody likes wrestling. And then you see so many people tweeting about it, having conversations about it. And it's, it's crazy. It's, it's definitely got, it's, uh, it's got a big community out there especially like national media people like it's crazy just how many people like wrestling like i always felt like i was and i always felt like i was a loser for being a huge wrestling fan i'm like no like now AEW's helped you know so, I, I actually like that i watch that, that other night when i when i can yeah so yeah. but now yeah man wrestling's definitely got its uh big community man and they uh they passionate they are very passionate yeah um, all right, man. So I guess we can get this thing rolling. Um, I guess we'll start with the draft stuff since, uh, yep. we'll, we'll kind of roll, roll through that pretty, pretty quick. Um, let's start with, uh, let's start with Philly and drafting Jalen Hurts. Um, I'll go, I'll go for a minute. 
I, all right, look, I don't, I don't, I don't hate the pick necessarily. I just don't really like that fit for Hertz for some reason. I don't know if it's because I think Hertz can be successful in this league, and he went to Philly, and I'm just hating. But we all know that Carson Wentz fan. Yeah. So we all know that Carson Wentz is pretty injury prone. And it's kind of like the same thing with Green Bay and uh, Philly and Aaron Rodgers in a quarterback situation. I still they I feel like they needed more pieces that they could fill with uh, to help that roster out instead of taking the quarterback. What what, what was it like fifty something overall in the second round? Is that what it was? So, yeah. Yep. So and that's not as yep. bad as the Jordan Love pick per se, but. I don't know, man. Like, it is something something about it didn't sit right with me. The the fit or or something. And I know you're going to make an excellent point because we've talked about it uh, with Philly when it comes to winning. Uh, but I I don't know, man. Like, it just seems weird. It just seemed really odd and weird. Well, I will say my surprise level was a ten out of ten, as far as For they sure. actually did it. For sure. Okay. As far as all I'm going to say is Howie Roseman and Doug Peterson have won a Super Bowl. So I think they know what they're doing. They're a lot smarter than everybody on Twitter saying, what the hell are the Eagles doing? Blah, 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 blah. There ain't a fucking team or an organization in this league that has benefited more from having a backup quarterback than that organization. They didn't have Nick Foles ready to go. They don't win a Super Bowl. Carson Wentz gets hurt every freaking year. I don't even think they should have kept Carson Wentz. I think they should just save some money, went with Nick Foles, and got better everywhere else. But I don't know anything. Although that's the guy who won the Super Bowl. You know, I I right. do agree. Carson Wentz has Carson Wentz has a lot of upside, and he is really good. But if he ain't out there, what good is it? Like your best you trait and, is availability. Yes. So we're gonna talk about that probably throughout the show. To you know, but. So I don't necessarily like I wasn't as outraged as everybody. Everybody's acting like it's some like terrible pick and it was crazy because I think it was that day on Colin Cowherd's show, it was uh maybe Jimmy Johnson said, or it was the day before, the most popular guy on your team is the quarterback. The second most popular guy on the team is the backup quarterback. So And that's that's a guy you know, who knows a thing or two. But when we was texting about it and when you dropped the no team and benefit more from a backup quarterback, and I was like, well, I mean, fuck. You can't come back from that. It's a very solid right, like, But I think you was right. So, I, I think the shock value of it is what – I think it was more so – Damn. Well, there, damn. there's a lot of people with a high opinion of Carson Wentz, as there should be. The dude's the – dude's, the dude can, has the potential to be an all-timer. But he's gotten hurt a lot, and a lot. Every year he's been in the league, and it's one of those things. Like, and obviously, like, and if they draft the guy, I'm gonna think he's a good fit for the system. What the fuck's Nick Foles done? He just got fucking ran out of town for Gardner Minshew. He might not even beat out Mitch Trubisky. If if, if he don't beat out Mitch Trubisky, I, I don't know what's going on. But the pros that I do like of Jalen Hurts being, I think he he's a good leader. Also, also leader. something. And what he's position a good guy to, to trade Bur- 
What position did Trey Burton play in, high, in college? What about Trey Burton? What position did he play in college? I remember him as tight end, he's, like flex. He's, well, he's a quarterback for a little bit. Yeah. I mean, Jalen Hurts is a better quarterback than Trey Burton. I agree, but he's an athletic quarterback. You're going to run some of those Philly special type things with him. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They'll have some passes for Hurts and Wentz on the field together for sure. Now, he's more of a pure, he's a, more of a pure quarterback than Taysom Hill, but don't think that that's not influencing what they're doing a little bit too, that they're going to have special – he's going to play. They didn't just draft him to have him sit. He's going to play. No. He's going to be good. Because it ain't like Carson Wentz is at I mean, his career where you got a couple years to groom Hurts and then there you go. And Carson Wentz is going to be 20 – Carson Wentz could be 27 this year. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he's not going anywhere anytime soon. Uh, so, they, not that 27 is old, but Carson Wentz is an old 27. Like, I, mean, I, I don't think Carson Wentz is going to play into his 40s, like, you know – Upper thirties, like no, are, but I still think he he's so, got solid, you know, six seven. And again, receivers, and again, drafting receivers in the first round, or even the second round, in some cases, don't equate like receivers don't equate to winning Super Bowls, okay? Because they got the same, like they got the same receivers on this roster for the most part that they did when they won a Super Bowl three years ago. Only do that's their plan now. Okay, so just drop it. Those guys know more about football than all of us sitting at home, or we would be running the Eagles. Just how it is. Well, it, they they may know more about it, but it's just fun to speculate and all that. Sure, you know people people have like, opinions on, on whatever, but it's just fun to speculate and talk about, debate about. Yeah, but. Uh, they know, they know what they're doing. And if it doesn't work out, they'll get fired. They know that. So, you know. They've I got mean, some time to win it after winning that Super Bowl. So, they're not going anywhere anytime soon. Well, they're for an office. Right. Unless, they're, unless they run an organization like the Falcons, you know, who for some reason keep Dan Quinn around. But whatever. Yeah, well. You know, we'll talk about that later. Um, but yeah. – that stuck out. I mean, we've already touched on the Jordan Love thing last show, I think. There's more to that evidently coming out from a very credible we'll Green Bay writer. Um, get into that uh, a little I later think, on. Let's, uh, let's move to another. You guys had a really good draft. It, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's, let, since we're talking about specific picks, let's, let's move over. Okay, to, sorry, sorry. Yeah, you're good. Let's move over to Isaiah Simmons with uh, Arizona. I think we agree. We just agree differently, like, if that makes sense. Sure. I don't feel like you should – and, of course, I'm sure this is just coach speak from Vance Joseph saying that he's will strictly be a linebacker. That dude's too talented to be placed in that box specifically for me because, I mean – I mean, like we talked about through text. I mean, you got your guy who can spy Russell Wilson. He's athletic enough to hang with George Kittle. Um, he's a matchup nightmare for some of these guys in the NFC West, you know, who you who they should be building to that win that division. 
Uh, well, they're better. They're better than the Rams. Don't worry about that. They're already better than the Rams. Oh yeah, I I think they're making. I think they're being uh, very particular in how they're building this team, and I really love that pick to get that type of guy at eight is insane value. I mean, he's probably top maybe, four player in the draft last year or this class. Maybe old maybe old Kingsbury and them boys know a little bit about what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, the only other right thing now, you could, the only as other as of right now that hire's not looking too stupid right now, like everybody thought it was, and everybody was like, "What's well, she ever done to get a job?" I'm like, Pat Mahomes, Baker Mayfield, and a Heisman Trophy winner. Like, yeah. I think the only other position you could have argued that they could have took was a tackle, but I, I think for the sure. value, you had to take Simmons. Well, uh, c- considering what we talked about with that division, like – Yeah, because you, you you need a defense. You throw you throw Isaiah Simmons on a defense with Buda Baker, who's kind of like that specialty wep- defensive I guess, weapon. Now you got two I guess my players. thing – I guess my thing that I wasn't really able to when we did our prep on this – I don't really care what position it is. They're going to put him out on the field where they need to put him. Okay, so if he's a linebacker, you know how many linebackers are considered defensive ends in football because they can get to the quarterback? So I guess my thinking is who the fuck difference does it make what position he plays? If he's a linebacker, but they need him to cover – they need him to be 20 yards down the field, at, he's still a linebacker, so it doesn't really matter. He's just going to – he's just super athletic. I know, he, I know it sounds good to play three positions, but he's like – doesn't make a doesn't make a difference to me. Like, why are you going to line him up at safety when you can bring him up closer and use his athleticism on the line of scrimmage to cover a tight end? You don't want to. Do you need him covering a receiver? You can line him up in the slot. I mean, he played slot most most snaps this season at Clemson. But he can play. He can play this. He can still technically be a linebacker, just being playing in the slot. So, like the position thing, I think is just the optics of it being he's only going to play one position over three. Like. I just think the optics are what – it's kind of like the shock value of the Jalen Hurts thing. Like, when you really take a sit back and look at it, it makes sense. It's just the optics of it look terrible or look, like, questionable. Just because he's saying – they're saying he's not going to play corner or safety doesn't mean he's not really going to play it. He's still going to technically be a linebacker. They might just – they might just have five – they might just have five linebackers out there, four – it might be a three, four, but they might have three, uh, six in the box and him out covering somebody. So, well, I mean, of course, you got to label him as a position for you know yes. depth purposes. But I'm just saying, like for you, for you to come out, and I'm like I said, I'm sure it was all a bullshit statement anyway. They're gonna, that's a guy who you can build your defense around, and when it comes to maybe drafting in the future, you'd be like, well, no, I can have Isaiah Simmons do do this, so maybe I can fill this void versus this void or whatever. Because I mean, the, the man can play in the box. He can play in the back, in the back end of the defense. He's just too talented right. to be stuck in a box. I know he's he not going. Go, he's not when he can guard him. a wide receiver, he can guard a tight end, spy QB, you know, or whatever. I mean, and it. You know, Vance Joseph is a pr- pretty good defensive coordinator. Yeah, no, he's not, he's not going to be just so. So yeah, but like one, I like it's, was saying we we agree, but I guess we kind of look looking we're looking at it at two different angles. Uh, I just don't want to see them not use him to his fullest potential. That's like say he sure. went to, say he went to Dallas under the Jason Garrett era. Would you have faith that Dallas would get the best out of Isaiah Simmons, or you think it would just be like a meh? 
thing. You think they would know how to use him? Chris Richard would, but I don't know if he'd be allowed to. Yeah, you know, so. Chris Richard going to fuck around, put him in a corner for for uh, for good. Uh, but, no, nah, yeah, he's he uh, a player, man. They – that team is – they're – I like what they're doing. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I really do. Robert Alford, Buda Baker, uh, Isaiah Simmons. I mean, you still got Pat Pete. Chandler Jones, Jordan Phillips. Chandler Jones is low-key one of the best Jordan defensive Hicks. in the league outside linebackers in the league. Edge rusher. You, got, Jor- you got Jordan Hicks. Like – you got yeah, they're, they're Corey Peters. Tough. Corey Peters, you got some maybe, – maybe, you know, it's one of those things I'm like, you know, maybe I'll let these young dudes – maybe I'll let these this new wave of coaches know what they're doing. And Vance Joseph is going to have some toys to play with. So it's Kingsbury. I like what the Cardinals are doing. I think they're better than the Rams. Still going to take a lot to catch up to the 49ers and the Seahawks. But oh, yeah. For sure, but there's they added two they added two playoff slots this year. So yep. remember that with some of these teams, yep. you know. Um, I don't know. Do people ever think that maybe like Cliff, when he gets to pick players that he wants, he could be a whole lot better coach than trying to recruit these guys over some of the bigger name schools. You did know anybody think that he was stuck? Did anybody think that he was fucking in Texas Tech and the only guy to win there that I know of is Mike Leach? And Mike Leach is weird. Yeah. So like Lubbock, yeah. Texas, and I have a and I have a buddy that I worked with at Amazon that's from Lubbock and Matt, I love you to death. And I'm sure Lubbock is a fantastic place. But if I'm trying to go somewhere to play college football, I know the fan base is passionate. Don't know if Lubbock's gonna be on my list. Exactly. So So <laughs> but like Cliff Kingsbury didn't get the head coaching job of the Arizona Cardinals because he doesn't know football or know what he's doing. Like, I hate that narrative that, what do you ever do at Texas Tech? He doesn't deserve a card. Well, who, like, who do you suggest they hire? Eric Benani probably didn't want the job, okay? Like, yeah. I know that's a hot offensive coordinator, okay? Like, but, like, who, like, who do you suggest they hire? Exactly. His job was to, his job was to get a quarterback and develop him, whether it had been Josh Rosen or Kyler Murray. His job is going to be to that quarterback and develop them. But, like, simple. And if you think about it, man, like, Kingsbury's almost tailor-made for this NFL that we're seeing. The offensive mind. The, the Just open, think sometimes some guys are better Open up fit. the playbook and let it rip. Yeah, and in the NFL, he doesn't have to make roster decisions. He can have some input, but. Right. Yeah, so yeah, so uh, you know, maybe he's one of those guys that maybe he's one of those guys that didn't like recruiting. Yeah, exactly. You know, and it like I said, it's a whole lot easier to pick the players than it is to go out and but recruit. So it's always one of those things where I'm like, before everybody just insults it, why don't you let the people that make the football decisions make the decisions and then we'll judge it you know later. But so far, so far, that's turned out to be a pretty good hire there. Better, better than most people thought last year. And I know they didn't really beat anybody of is any good, but how good were they supposed to be? Exactly. So, 
I mean, they wasn't picking first in the draft again, so there's a plus right they picked there. Picked eighth. <laughs> it's progress. Yeah, you know? they're better than Chargers. <laughs> right. So, all right. So moving yeah. on, man. Yeah. Let's uh. Now we both we, we both agree with this one. Matt Rule era in Carolina. I want to I want to I want to extend a hats off to this man for looking at their roster. Realizing what the being, off- being an offensive guy, that's hard yeah. for those. That's hard for those. That's hard for those guys to do. Not want to. So this guy went out, drafted seven defensive players in the draft. First time it's ever been done where it's all been defensive side of the ball. So you had Derrick Brown with your first pick in the in the uh, seventh overall. You couple that with uh, Yitor Grossmatos in the second. Coming off the edge, which is a steal in the second. Last year's got, first rounder with yeah. Brian Burns, who had a hell of a rookie year. Then you add like Jeremy Chen at safety to go along with Trey Boston. You get Kenny Robinson got, from the XFL, who that experience will go a long way in his development as well. The offense is pretty good. DJ Moore, they signed Robbie Thompson. Anderson. You got Christian McCaffrey, you know. So didn't know their offense is if that offense doesn't score points, it's on Teddy. Yeah, That's, went out and got the quarterback. So, and Will Greer's the backup, who some people thought could be a starter at some point. So, which yeah. I thought Kyle Allen still. I don't know if you saw my notes I sent you. I already had Kyle Allen penciled in. I went to look up the roster. I was like, get rid of him. Yeah, Ron, Ron Rivera was like, you're gonna come with me to Washington. No, that's great. No, the good. Yeah, Kyle Allen proved he could be a a, a really reliable backup. Oh, I starter. I agree. I agree. Yeah, he, he can be just he can be Jacoby Brissett. So. But I was sitting there looking at their – like, I've seen a lot of people on Twitter and everything. The Pat Panthers didn't take any offensive players. What are they doing? Their offense is fine. DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, Seth Roberts, and Curtis Samuels, a good receiving core. Christian McCaffrey, arguably best running back in the league. Now, I this is going to be very unpopular to say. Oh, shit. I'm not sure if Reggie Bonifant could be a every down back if Christian McCaffrey went down. So they might want to address the back, the backup running back oh, as far as a depth chart. Oh. It's just very it's Reggie's got a spot in the league. He's got a certain skill set and can but if Christian McCaffrey goes down, are they giving the ball to Reggie Bonifant every play? No. I don't know if he's that guy. No. Um now, I know that's not nice to say, but that's just how I feel. Okay. I mean, building a football team, you 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 know that. Yeah. You, you know. But that. I mean, and they got Farrell Cooper and Seth Roberts as fourth, the fourth and fifth options. Like I know, like Seth Roberts was out in Oakland catching touchdown passes every like. Dude had like ten catches, ten touchdowns. Like that's all he did. And Ian Thomas is gonna be a good tight end. The offensive line still needs work, but you can fix that. Offensive line, you can you can scheme up and coach up a little bit, but like, why would they draft any? Why would they draft any offensive guys when the I'm looking at their defensive depth chart, and I know Yatir Gross Meadows, Derek Brown, who are both rookies. <laughs> I know who Woodrow Hamilton is because I had to sign him on Madden. That's the only reason, and I know who Brian Burns and Shaq Thompson are. Other than that, I've never heard of any of these guys. These are guys that were going to be starters. Um, 
Yeah. Like they have a they have a corner they have a corner on their team named I don't know if this is a short Corn Elder and Cole I'm, Luke. Corn Elder's a legit guy. Uh they they Who the hell are those guys? Yeah. So you had to I wrote right here in big I wrote right here like an all caps like people do on Twitter to get their point across. Yeah. Yes, they drafted defense as they fucking should have. They should have in next in next year's draft, they should probably go more defense. You got to. any free agent out there that's a defense, they need to keep signing defensive guys because the offense will the offense is probably gonna score enough points. But I'm not sure if that defense can stop anybody. And unfortunately, in this league, if that happens, it'll be Teddy's fault. But bravo to them for, it's like you said, Matt Rule, coming from college, high-powered offense, saying, hey, this defense couldn't stop a nosebleed. Mm-hmm. So, Can I go on record know. right now and say that I think Matt Rule is going to be a really good coach in this league? I think he's a smart guy. I mean, he did what he did at Baylor – Temple. People always talked about Bill O'Brien at Penn State, which was great, a great coaching job. But he did a Baylor. That's maybe one of the best coaching jobs in the history of football. Like impressive, man. For all the impressive. Yeah, for all the crap they went through, you know, and everything like that. But you know. Yeah. It, it was very impressive. We won't get in. So, yeah, man. I just want to yeah. get my hats off to. Uh, the Carolina Panthers for, for doing something that goes against the grain, man, instead of – That know. new owner's not going to put up with crap either. No. Their new owner, he um, he grew up – I did some research on him, like, when he – because I was like, who are the – because I'm just kind of curious, like, when some of these owners buy – like, how they get – how they become a billionaire, because you expect billionaire to be famous people. And yeah. this guy evidently was, like, a store – like, a storage unit owner, like, of storage unit companies – he grew up a Steelers fan, so he's used to good football. Interesting. He ain't gonna take, yeah, he ain't gonna take crap. He ain't gonna take excuses. You fucking find a way to win. Come to the offseason. Which is why Cam Newton is gone. Anyways, um, come to the offseason so, and you learn backgrounds of owners. You ain't getting that nowhere else, man. Um, <laughs> that's the only type of insight you can get right here, buddy. All right, so, so let, let's um, let's wrap up this draft stuff with uh, with a couple teams that we think who had the best best draft classes, um, and we'll throw a couple worse in there just for the hell of it because I want to I want to shit on one of these teams anyway. So um, I think we both agree that Baltimore probably won the draft. For yeah, I mean, yeah. How Patrick Every Queen fell to them at twenty eight, I'll have no idea. Baltimore always wins the draft, though. That's why they're always consistently good. Yeah. And, you know, like Patrick Queen is the perfect – he's the perfect guy to throw out there to try to to try to try contain pa- uh, uh, Travis Kelsey and to spy Pat Mahomes. Don't know if it's going to work, but who better to do it that they could have got there outside of – in that entire draft, who better do it outside of Isaiah Simmons, that guy. Yeah, I mean, it'd be, it'd be either him or Kenneth Murray. Oh, can I say something about the – firstly, okay, so I know all these SEC players got drafted. Quit puffing your fucking chest. It was all Auburn, Georgia, Alabama, and LSU players. Any other team besides them can go fuck themselves, right? I mean, LSU none of y'all did 15 alone. Yeah, none of you all – none of you all put any players in the fucking 
draft. All I heard was Logan Stenberg, best offensive lineman in the country, going to be a first-round pick. His ass went in the fifth round. Right. Okay. Uh, or whatever it was. It's not like the year where Louisville had 11 picks in the draft, one behind Florida State. All right. <laughs> but and it's not even about that. But all these SEC fan bases, look how many draft picks we have. It's all four schools. Fuck yeah. every one of you all. Yeah. It, it, it was. All right. I'm done. But uh, it's all four schools. Like it always is. Yeah. But also Baltimore, I mean, getting J.K. Dobbins to pair with Mark Ingram and Lamar Jackson in that backfield, it's unfair, man. Um, you you give Lamar yeah. two more weapons with Devin Duvernay and James Prochet. You address the defensive uh, defensive side of the ball again later with uh, Justin Matabuke and Malik Harrison. I mean, God damn, dude. <laughs> they, they draft really well. Ozzie Newsom set that. And Eric DaCosta continue to roll with it. Baltimore is a they're brilliant, man. They're brilliant. Like a you well said, run franchise. Well run franchise. Very, very well. Uh, now what and I'm a I'm a huge fan of smart. You know. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. never panic. We're gonna take what we need, best value at the position that we need the most. And go about our business. There's never a panic pick with that organization. Never. You know? Never, never. a panic pick. Never. And what a panic pick is, to those who can't just, don't know what I'm talking about, it's we need to either, one, make a splash, or two, just take the best player available because we have no idea what we're doing. All right? Now, I'm not going to say you take a – I'm not going to say if you take the uh, a third-round lineman because you need a lineman the most. You can maybe – but – there's never a panic pick. They needed a linebacker. Patrick Queen was there. We'll take him. I'm mean, going to trade up to get Isaiah Simmons. We're not going to do anything like that. We're just going to see. You know, they're just so they're really smart. Just yeah. a really smart organization. Yeah, you know. So it's like with uh, you know that you know Patrick Queen fell to him. He's like, all right, best value. J.K. Dobbins. Running back, best value. Did they did they technically need a running back? No. But J.K. Dobbins falls to you that late in the second round. The value's there. Well, who's a be- who's their backup? I mean, you you had Mark Ingram, you had uh, Justice Hill, who they took a couple years ago, and uh, uh, mm-hmm. Gus Edwards. J.K. Dobbins is there. Better. He can come in and make an impact over those guys. Mark Ingram's got we a better couple both years those guys. Ago. So yeah. So uh, and it takes a load off Mark Ingram, so maybe you get him for you know maybe get him for a couple of extra years. Yeah. Um, so moving on. Uh, let me let me uh, let me puff the chest up a little bit. Let me uh, yeah throw the hoodie up. Dallas did great, man. Hey, good job, Jerry. Good job, Jerry, man. Like we all made the joke. Like you text me, we're fucked. My dad texts me, we're screwed. Jerry did his thing, man. <laughs> So, I mean, you know, we talked about it on the on the first round recap show with the value of CD Lamb falling at 17. But let's let's go to the second day when you get Trevon Diggs at corner. And that's somebody you was considering at 17 and you get him at 51. Um, you know, then you get your defensive tackle, which you which you needed to go along with Gerald McCoy and Don Terry Poe and Neville Gallimore. Uh, then you get a third day haul with where you double up with uh, on corner with Reggie Robinson from Tulsa, who I think is kind of a sleeper in this uh, 
in this class. I, I, I really like his game. Kind of, you know, watched and read up on him a little bit after we took him. You went to Wisconsin, got you another center for the future to replace Travis Frederick without reaching. Hey, I'll take you didn't I'll take any it. I'll take any lineman from Wisconsin. Yeah. So it ain't <laughs> you like seen them boys. Like, you yeah. know, like we were talking about the panic pick. They didn't trade up. They didn't force the, the center pick. They let it all right. Values here. Mm-hmm. Let's do. Uh you get Bradley and I from from Utah, which is a pass rusher, which is a need. He fell to you in the fifth round. Snagged him. Uh, on paper, it's the best class I remember them drafting. That's a steal. That's I think a so steal. Too. I think so too. Uh, so, dude's a beast. Utah pumped out a lot uh, of because when I was having to, I was having to go places on Saturday when they were doing that round, and uh, I was on the NFL Network, and Gil Brandt still on there rolling. Said uh, was talking about that guy being out, Gil Brandt. whoever. Yeah, whoever pulls the trigger on uh, that dude is getting a steal. So, and if Gil Brandt thinks so, I'm going to take his word for it. He's not Bill Polian, who I'm sure I'm sure Bill Polian had a uh, first round grade on. Uh, fuck, I don't know. Fuck him. He's the only guy on the planet who had a first round grade on Tom Brady. Whatever. Yeah. Um, first round grade on Jimmy. First round grade on Jimmy Garoppolo. Thought he's the best quarterback of that class too. So. Just knows everything. Um, uh, anybody else stand out to you for for best? Uh, I think the Colts with Jacob Eason got a really good pick, man. With Frank Reich being able to develop him, I think that's really good, man. I like them getting uh, Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman Jr. too. Yeah. So I think that was two really yeah. good picks too. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I would like to say the Patriots got a steal, but I have no idea. I have no idea who any of those players are that they drafted. I know they got a racist kicker. That's about all. <laughs> Their draft was very weird to me. Like, yeah. It just seemed weird. They doubled up on the positions of need. So, I think their thinking is like mine would be, hey, if we draft multiples of these positions, one of them's got to be work out. <laughs> um, right. Oh, by the way, Bill Belichick has no idea what tattoos that guy has. He just knew that that guy kicked at Rhode Island and is from the Northeast. I'm not worried about his tattoos. I'm worried about him posting posing pictures in Bill's jerseys last year. If he shanks a kick against the Bills, it's going to be some point shaving. That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> All right? Um. Um, really, I mean, honestly, the best pick of the draft to me – in a weird way, it was the Chiefs' first rounder because it's just like, well, fuck, dude. You're not wrong. <laughs> like, I don't think he's the best player, but I'm just like – because I talked to Kyle about this. I'm like, best pick? Not because he's like the most talented player, the best player, but just right there. And it's just like <laughs> – they're like, all right, like we'll take this guy if nobody wants to. Now, do I think DeAndre Swift might have been a better fit because I think he could provide more of a power running game. That's not what they're going to do, obviously. They're not going to line it up and run the ball. No. I mean, so, Edward's so hilarious. You might as well take – Yeah. That was a really – He's going to be out. I think that was a, that was a really good pick. Um, so, that that pick really still stands out to me a lot. Like, just fuck. 
Nobody could have thrown them. Nobody could have thrown them some some shit to get them out of the first round. Like they could, they had to get faster. Nobody. Maybe, maybe if they win a Super Bowl next year, people quit trying to trade with them because evidently you don't give Antonio Brown up for a third round or you take a fifth and a seventh. Right. <laughs> uh, it's a segue us into our next our next topic that I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let you handle. Um, what the fuck did Atlanta do? I hated their draft. Uh, what the fuck does Atlanta do? Dan Quinn was relying on to save his job. He's wrong. Not well, right. Dan Quinn got picked. Dan Quinn got picked apart by a Charlie Strong offense in the Sugar Bowl. So, Dan, so, I mean, when can you somebody took explain AJ to me Terrell, the Atlanta Falcons? When you took AJ Terrell in the at 16th, you knew it was going to be a shitty draft. And AJ Terrell is a good player. He's not the 16th best player when you got other corners still on the board. Just as better. The Falcons are the the Falcons are the biggest underachievers in this league. Year in and year out. I know they went to I know they went to the Super Bowl and blah 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 blah. There is no reason that team shouldn't be one of the five best teams in the NFC. But why they go to that roster? He's not there no more. He's coaching another team that just went to the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, Kyle Shanahan. So yeah. yeah. That's why. Yeah. So that's I mean Redskins have been the same since he left that organization, neither have the Browns. So <laughs> I mean, I don't know if the common denominator is here. Um, yeah, the fucking Falcons and the Chargers are the same fucking franchise. They have more – generally have more talent – they have had more talent than anybody over the past five or six years and nothing to show for it. No. I, that, fuck that Super Bowl appearance. I ain't going to fucking give them credit for that when they fucking underachieved ever since then. <laughs> Tom Brady didn't take the soul of that franchise. Dan Quinn just doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. He fucking rode. He fucking rode all that talent at Florida's coattail. He fucking rode Pete Carroll's coattail. He fucking rode Kyle Shanahan's coattail. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. He sits out there. And, he sits out there and fucking watches tape of yakety sacks and thinks he knows how to fucking coach football. Fuck him. That's the biggest waste of fucking space in the fucking NFL as far as head coaching goes. He's go, the worst head coach in this league. Go ahead and preach, my guy. Go ahead. Give give like, a sermon. Like it's just like how can I don't you not win with that team? I don't disagree with you. Like, and whoever their offensive coordinator is should probably be ashamed of themselves too. I need to look that up. Is like, it not Steve Matt Ryan's a, Sarkeesian? No, he. I don't think he's there anymore. Okay. Okay. I was like, because that's a shit. I'm gonna look that. I'm gonna look that up because it's like because Matt Ryan's a borderline top ten quarterback in this league. Yeah. Maybe some if somebody put him in the top ten, I wouldn't just. I'm not gonna hate that. Like Matt Ryan's a good quarterback every year, just very reliable. Um, got the MVP year. Um, spoiler alert: when we do our quarterbacks, I have him in the top ten. I got him, I think, at eleventh or twelfth. Like, but I might change it. But oh, shocker! Their offensive coordinator's Dirk Cutter. That's the fucking problem right there, too. His ass ain't been. His ass ain't been relevant since the Boise State days. Remember when the T- Tampa Bay Buccaneers had to fire Lovey Smith because we had to keep Dirt Cutter in the building? Well, how the hell did that work out for you? You fucking fired him to bring in Bruce Arians because you fucked up in the first place. Fuck Dirt Cutter, too. That guy sucks also. No wonder they fucked Lovey. What is Arthur Blank doing? Like wow. He deserves huh? it like that. Love no! Him. All right, man. We 
They hired Dirk Cutter. Well, they hired Doug Peterson and won a Super Bowl. So, Eagles fans, thank you also. Yeah, like, come the fuck on, man. And the Chargers, I don't like – I don't know how they went 5-11 last year. It ain't all Phillip Rivers' fault. People say Anthony Lynn's a good coach, is he? I mean, you got the you got arguably the most athletic, best receiving core in the league. All those guys can ball. I know Hunter Henry got hurt, but if it – I'm going to probably catch some shit for this, but if a tight end keeps you from having a winning record and going to the – going – to the playoffs and having a losing record, then shame on your offense. If people are going to be like, oh, look at Gronk. Oh, Brady can't do shit without Gronk. Brady's won five Super Bowls out, Rob Gronkowski. So y'all can go fuck yourselves also. What's the next topic? I'm done. Let's get to the meat of it, man. Let's talk about what in the fuck is going on in uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Oh, you know. Poor old. The lovable, the lovable huggable Aaron Rodgers. Hold on. Hey, can I get a can I get a run in here? Hey, sweetheart. What do you think of Aaron Rodgers? Come over here and talk into the camera. She says no. She doesn't want to talk about that douche tits Aaron Rodgers is what she said. I liked it. Sure. Now, let me let me preface this. He's an all-timer. Not 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 going to diminish any of his skills. Aaron Rodgers is an all-timer, top 10 all-time. But that that organization, I know they go to the playoffs. You could lump them into slightly underachieving also. And what's the one common denominator? Oh, Mike McCarthy. He just lost touch with football. Nah, fam. Now, you got reports from a guy who's covered the Packers for years saying that Matt LaFleur already tired of Aaron Rodgers' gimmick. Come on now, buddy. You want to make 38 mil, you got to take the heat. They don't get you a first-round receiver. So that's why, you've un- that's why you don't win more? Like, that's why you haven't won more championships? I'm sorry. The second round, they got you Randall Cobb, Devontae Adams, Jordy Nelson and Greg Jennings. Those are pretty four damn good guys. You want to know some first round guys that have been drafted? I'm glad you asked, Craig. Because I will I will pull that right up for you. Hang, hang, on, a you, hang on a minute before you get into that. Let, let me just say, like, Green Bay has had a shitty defense for a very long time. They had to invest a lot with first round picks into that defense. I mean, one year they took uh, Kevin King. Next year they took Jair. So BJ Raji retirement really hurt them. Okay, so I'll give them I'll give them a pass on that because BJ Raji was really good, and that came out of nowhere. Okay, that hurt that hurt that that front seven. Okay, so in that that regard, I feel bad for them. But 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 this little but with that. you know, they've had they've had other areas of needs. Like you said, man, they've hit four of the five wide receivers they drafted in the second round have hit. And that's good value. I mean, you got arguably a top five receiver with Devontae Adams in the league right now. Uh, but how many times have we talked about how many times have we talked about if you take guys in the first three rounds, you expect them to be starters and contribute right away. I expect the, I expect there's them to so be, many good 
there's so many good players now. Like, and like now that stats astounding. Like I would have just thought that over time they would have taken a receiver or running back or somebody in the first round, just because I'm like, how many, like, you know, I just would have thought that, but I'm not going to sit here because see when things come out like that about Aaron Rodgers, you think that the people putting it out are almost making it as a reason that he's not won more Super Bowls, a la the victim of everything. Yeah. And that's not how I interpret it. I just think it's a crazy stat. But Oh, it's insane. When you yeah. only have one you know some, pass that you've thrown to a first-round pick. That, that was Mercedes Lewis last year. Yeah. So it wasn't even drafted now, by your team. And that that's yeah, now, insane. But I'm sure all those other four guys have been better than a lot of first round receivers. Um, but some of the like it would be different if all their first round picks were bumps. But um, some of the guys that they've drafted, AJ Hawk was a really good player for them for a long time. BJ Raji, like we said, was a really good player, retired abruptly. Clay Matthews was a really good player for them for a long time. Brian Bulaga was a really good lineman for him for a long time. Um, Nick Perry was a very good player for them for a long time. Ha Ha Clinton Dix was a really good player for them. Demarius Randall would have been a really good player had he not had all the concussion issues. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Clark is still there. Good player. Jair Alexander is going to be a good player, obviously. Darnell Savage is going to be a good player for them. They got, you know, so more, most of their first round picks have hit. So you can't criticize them for not making good first round picks. It's just, they're not catering to Aaron Rodgers. Look, dude, like you walk around like you're the best. Those second round picks you've done just fine with like that's see. And I'm, and I, and I don't know if that's what the person who, that who put that stat out meant it to be, but since he always gets a pass from everybody, I'm going to interpret it as you're you're making a you're apologizing for that franchise's lack of Super Bowls with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, his coach now is already tired of him, and his ass ain't going to the Patriots. People need to quit with these rumors. You want to know two reasons why his ass ain't going to go to the Patriots? While I'm fired up right now, because Bill Belichick ain't going to risk not winning the Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers and having people say, "Well, well, I guess Tommy was the reason," and Aaron Rodgers ain't going to go to New England to say, all right, Bill, let's get them. Oh, you didn't win a Super Bowl? Tommy did. Yeah. Hurts both their legacies. That's why he's not going to go to New England. All right. So here's, here's That's exactly I, the same reason Josh, same reason Josh McDaniels isn't their coach right there. That franchise wanted to hire Josh McDaniels. Aaron Rodgers put the kibosh because if it worked, well, of course it worked. Tommy, Tommy, it worked with Tommy, so it can work with anybody. If it doesn't work, well, why didn't it work? It worked for Tommy, so I thought you were better than him. That's why. That's why. And I and come at me. I don't care who's listening to this. Come at me with that. Because that's the fucking reason. Aaron Rodgers' brother don't like him. His dad don't like him. But he's always the victim. His brother's jealous. His dad's just living off of him. Mike McCarthy was a bum. So what's the excuse for Matt LaFleur? If these reports are true about he's already tired of him, what's Matt LaFleur's excuse? He's only been around him for years. He's not a good coach. They went 13-3. and three. Thought it was a dynamite hire. Aaron Rodgers approved. Like, yeah. got, like, what's, like, at some point, 
at some point, Aaron Rodgers has to be held accountable by everybody. He's like Cowherd had the best point. He's always the victim to that fan base. Brett Favre wasn't the victim. They did the same thing to Brett Favre that they did to you, Playa. They drafted a quarterback when you were when he, you were in your mid thirties because they didn't know how long you were going to play. And Brett Favre had less of an injury history than you. And Brett so, Favre was threatening retirement of, every year, mulligan all sure. retirement every year. Sure, but he was also thirty five. Aaron Rodgers thirty six with three broken collarbones. No, I I don't disagree with you. The only thing I will say about yeah. it is fifty four percent of snaps at wide receiver for the Packers last year were undrafted guys. You can't have that. At at some point, sure. you have to invest like in in some shit, you know. So all right, so let's sure. But obviously, sure. we know they didn't take none in the first round, skill wise, whatever. So in the second round, they they second round and third round, they spent since Aaron Rodgers has been there since '05. They've drafted seven wide receivers in those first three rounds. They drafted four running backs. One of those running backs was just this year with uh, A.J. Dillon. So, it's not like he's had the talent. He's had the talent. Let's, let, let's not act like that. I mean, like you alluded to earlier, Devontae Adams, Greg Jennings, James Jones, Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobbs, and shit, what, Jennings, Jones, Nelson, and Cobb all played together pretty much? So yeah, and J- James Jones wasn't a bum for a receiver either. By the way, no, when he was in Green Bay, he was awesome. Um, you know, and they they got a steal with Aaron Jones at running back in the fifth round. How about you look at the scouting department, and when you do take flyers on wide receivers, how about you They're draft well, somebody that's actually good? Half of those guys they drafted aren't even with the team or let alone in the league anymore. Sure, sure. Now, they haven't – like, I will defend him in saying they haven't really put the best – they give him one guy that's really good and the other guy that's like, oh, we can replace you easy. I get that. Okay, but, like, come on, dude. Like, you really want do, – do people really want me to go there? At what point does your quarterback Julian step Edelman. up and take ownership? Ju- Hold on. Julian Edelman, Danny Amendola, Chris Hogan, and Malcolm Mitchell. Right. No Gronk either. No Gronk in that Super Bowl either, by the way. Martellus Bennett, sure. Sure. Aaron Rodgers had him too. So let let let's not let's not and as Aaron Rodgers, he he do he does have a right to be mad. I just don't sure. think it's for yes. for what he believes he's mad about. Because if you're already not getting along with your second year head coach, and you didn't get along with the previous head coach, who was a really damn good coach, and I'm glad to have him in Dallas. It's you, buddy. Yeah. You you have to step up, evaluate yourself, quit being a douchebag, because by all reports reported, you're a prick. Nobody wants to play with that. And it's not just and it's not just one report. It's somebody different every fucking year. Yeah. Like there's just always something. Like 
Like, I hate to steal Colin Coward's material. You don't hear that about Tommy. You don't hear that about Drew. You don't hear that about Russell Wilson, except for the one guy who wrote an article about him. You don't hear that about any, like, Matt Ryan. Like, you don't hear that about anybody. You didn't hear about Brett Favre, so it's not a Green Bay thing. And I'm not saying, Aaron Rodgers is great. We all know he's great. But he always gets a pass from everybody. Brady fucking loses to the Eagles, those 575 yards, and Tommy didn't win. Peyton Manning loses two Super Bowls. Now, granted, I gave him the business because it was a Tom first Peyton Manning argument. Peyton really choked that game. Peyton really choked that game. Aaron Rodgers can't get to the fucking Super Bowl. Well, it's because his rush is not good enough. Well, I mean, I've watched him. He doesn't have enough rude weapons around him. Man, I saw t- I saw Tom take a wide receiving core to the AFC Championship game of Kimbrell Tompkins, Aaron Dobson, uh, Austin Colley, and it was Julian Edelman's breakout year. How many of those guys are still in the league? So, right. Aaron Dobson. Aaron Dobson's not in the league anymore. Why is Aaron Rodgers so feared then when it comes to clutch moments in a game if he don't have the receiving core to to do it? Because somebody's got to catch the ball. He makes plays. So somebody insane. has to catch it. Like, look, I'm not ins- I'm not trying to insult Aaron Rodgers, the football player, but that's always what it comes down to. Is you insult Aaron Rodgers? Like, if you criticize anybody, it's always well, well, well you don't think he's any good? No, he's great. I think he's a prick, and that's why they don't get better talent. That's why guys don't want, some guys don't want to sign there sometimes. He doesn't have a good reputation. And another thing that Green Bay does wrong is that, of course, they changed it just recently, like how they only had their guys, who they drafted and whatever. Like They really never made splash free agents. No, they need to spend some money, but if you're an offensive player and you're going to get thrown under the bus every time the offense is scored by the quarterback, do you want to go there? I don't. Mm-hmm. So and that and sorry the that they, hey, free agency has been on defense, you know, with Preston Smith. Sorry that you're not going to get. A sorry they drafted Brian Bulaga. Sorry they drafted Brian Bulaga to 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 block for you. Like fuck out of here, man. Yeah. Like he better hope for his sake these reports aren't true. But the guy who wrote them's pretty well connected with the Packers. So there's probably some if the Brady if the Brady Belichick stuff's true then I'm going to just assume this stuff's true. Oh, except for Aaron Rodgers is a saint and he walks on water. I forget that sometimes. He does no wrong. Nah, that ain't, that ain't, that ain't. Like, look, wherever there's smoke, wherever there's smoke, there's generally a fire. And if there's not a fire, one tried to get started, okay? Like, so if all this stuff keeps coming out about him, doesn't mean he's not a great football player. It doesn't mean he's not a top 10 quarterback all the time. Might might you know win another Super Bowl? Might even get might even get top five. But I don't know if he's gonna get another one. Doesn't it? I don't think so. The NFC is getting pretty fucking good. Like like, and they just got blasted by the Forty Niners twice last year. So hey, we're gonna talk about teams who who got better, who had good drafts. The Vikings, right in their own division, had a great draft. Well, when you draft the whole squad, you should have a good draft. Sure, but they made the trades to get enough players to, you know, but, but no, like, you, they got better. Wrong. I mean, 
They got they shipped Diggs out, brought in Justice Jefferson. They got rid of Xavier Rhodes, brought in Jeff Gladney. They made a couple other solid picks throughout the uh, throughout the draft. So, but yeah, yeah, like well coached. So, well run. It's just, I can't like that. It's still like it's still It's still just I'm still dumbfounded. The Vikings never haven't won a Super Bowl. Yeah, that is crazy because they are generally they're very, yeah they're a perennial playoff team. Yeah. So and my guy and my guy is their quarterback, my second favorite player in the league. <laughs> So yeah, man. Captain Kirk. They gonna it's gonna be interesting to keep an eye on uh, the Green Bay situation going forward with with all that and the draft and the reports. So it's definitely something we're gonna be keeping an eye on here on the off season express as we keep chugging along here. Uh if if uh, shit, I don't know, man. I I think I've said all I need to say about Aaron Rodgers, honestly. Uh do you yeah, want me? Do you want me to talk about the? Do you want me to talk about Nick Wright while I'm fired up? Go ahead and get it. Then we'll we'll wrap it up. Man, fuck, fuck this guy. This guy literally got on national television and said that the Patriots would have been better off with Cam Newton as a quarterback than Tom Brady because Tom Brady is washed up and not not deserving of being a starting quarterback anymore. Like Cam Newton's something to be impressed with. Like the dudes had one good year and a bunch of average years outside of that. All right. Not that's fine. Not a bum. I'm not saying that. Again, I'm not criticizing Cam Newton the person. I'm criticizing Cam Newton the player because he hasn't gotten better. He's had one good year. The Broncos stole took his soul and he hasn't gotten it back. All right. You wanna know like Craig, I'm gonna read you off some Cam Newton stats, okay? Do me a favor. Look up Tom Brady last year for me, okay? Gotcha. Look up his yeah. look up his stats last year. And I don't give a fuck about rushing stats, okay? You shouldn't be calling design runs for quarterbacks in the league anyway. All right. And if you want to talk about rushing stats, Brady's the king of the quarterback sneak. So fuck every one of you guys. All right. So what was Tom Brady's stats last year? He had four thousand and fifty seven yards, twenty-four touchdowns. Eight interceptions with a QB rating of 88. Okay. So, Cam Newton in 2011, he passed for 4,051 yards, 21 touchdowns, 17 interceptions. The next year, 3,800 yards – or 3,869 yards, sorry, but 19 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. The next year after that, 3,379 yards, 24 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. The year after that, 3,127 passing yards, 18 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. The year after that was his MVP year, 3,837 yards, 35 TDs, 10 interceptions. The year after that, 3,509 yards, 19 touchdowns, and 14 interceptions. The year after that, 3,302 yards, 22 touchdowns, 16 interceptions. By the way, he's played every game of this season except for maybe one. So, this injuries aren't to blame for this. All right. Uh, 2018, 3,395 yards passing, 24 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. Then he was hurt last year. Are any of those outside of his MVP year, any of those, any of those, any of those stats jumping out at you as better than Brady? 
Is that elite? Like, oh, his highest quarterback rating outside of his uh, – he had a 94.2% passer rating uh, in 2018 and a 67% completion percentage. That was probably his best year outside of his, his MVP year. Um, that's only he's only had a pass, he's only had a rating in the passer rating in the nineties twice, and generally they're the mid eighties. So why should why why should teams be rolling out the red carpet to give this guy? All, I'm not saying he's a bum, but Nick Wright wants to sit here and act like he would fix New England's problems. Well, one like doesn't sound like it to me. Cam's not a fit in New well, England. He's, you know, like, he didn't have any talent. He didn't have any receivers in Carolina. What the fuck you think he's going to have in New England? Right. So, that's all I'm saying. Like, again, I'm not saying he shouldn't be a starting starting quarterback in this league, okay? But I bet you – if you know what? I'm going to do this next show. I'm going to compare – I'm going to compare his stats and Andy Dalton's stats. I'm gonna see, I'm gonna see what the drop off is between Cam Newton and Andy Dalton, because I think there's this perception, kind of like we talked about with Dak and Kirk, that people think that one's miles ahead better than the other, and that's not. I'll bet you that out, you take Cam's MVP year out, which that shouldn't be discredited. I would say you can't I really bet you that. Andy, that ain't fair. No, I know, but Andy Dalton was having an MVP type year and got hurt, so they're gonna have a year that's very similar. Right. Remember, I mean, you remember then they had the whole – I bet you that Andy Dalton's numbers are very similar throughout his career as far as that. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm willing to bet. Actually, you know what? I'll look it up. I like Cam. Uh, I definitely think – I don't hate Cam. Him. I'm just – I give, I know what you're saying. I know, you, I know when you, when I say that, I know you don't hate him. I'm just I know what you're saying. I think Cam. I think there's a spot for Cam Newton in in this league. Uh, Jacksonville for one, Chicago. I think he'd be. Chicago, I think he would, to me, Chicago. To me, Chicago's a better fit than Jacksonville because I think Gardner Minshew has a little bit of potential at this point. Yeah. And you you owe it to yourself based off what you saw last year to give him the opportunity. I don't think there's right. any any chance that you need to give either one of those guys in Chicago the opportunity. No. Nick Foles is a fucking bum outside of Philadelphia. Because you pretty Danny, much- our, our good friend Danny always talked about how he loved Nick Foles. Nick Foles is a bum. All right. He was he was elevated by the system. Y'all want to talk about system quarterbacks, that's Nick Foles. Good for yeah. him. Nice dude. Because at that point, you know what you have with Nick Foles and Mitchell Trubisky. Gardner Minshew, you know, if he was to get hurt or whatever, I don't think Jacksonville should hesitate to go sign Cam. Uh, sure. But I think I think based off what you saw with Gardner Minshew last year, you owe, you, you owe him the opportunity to go out there and see if he can't – if you don't have a quarterback. Yeah, if I, you think, got a guy who can get the, I think that's ultimately why they didn't take one in this year's draft. They're going to sure. yeah, see what they got. Because uh, if, they're, if they're awful – yeah, if they're awful – if, if he's terrible, they're going to be awful, and then they can take Trevor Lawrence. Like exactly. So there's, or you can probably sign a guy. There, there's going to be free. There's going to be free. We're going to start seeing more free agent quarterbacks, by the way, because of people wanting to get younger at quarterback. So, you know, but you know, so like, and I don't even like people talk about came to the Chargers. I'm like. 
Well, they drafted Justin Herbert. They got Terod Taylor. Would you really invest in a third quarterback? Like, if you want to start Terod Taylor, just start Terod Taylor. No. LA's out the question. Chargers are out the question now. Wait, wait. Right. It's, what, it's done. They got their Cam guy. needs to do – what Cam needs to do, Cam needs to sit around, stay in shape, wait for an injury, and then go to that team. Drew Lott gets hurt in Denver. You pop into Denver with Cam Newton, they're probably a playoff team. I'm not going to deny that. But I'm not even outraged that Nick Wright doesn't think he couldn't lead a team to the playoffs. But to sit there and insinuate that he would have led the Patriots to the playoffs last year, to a better season than what they had last year, because you think he would have beat the Titans. It's just, he just completely, like, he's another guy that kind of just gets, like, the people who like him just kind of make him the victim all the time. Mm, nah, Cam it, takes a lot of slack. You can't do that. Cam takes a lot. There's of a heat. lot. His fan, the people who like Cam make excuses for him. I will not back off of that. His receivers aren't good enough. His coaching's not good enough. His running back's not good enough. At some point, he's got to quit bringing attention upon himself. Quit doing the Superman shit and fucking read a playbook. All right. Fucking focus on football. The receivers weren't good enough. And when he was doing the Superman shit, he was damn near unstoppable that year. So, then people started stopping him, and he got a bad attitude. So, so Von Miller, Von Miller, Miller took his soul. I'll take him on my on my team any any day. Honestly. You take him over Dak, right? You take him over Dak. That's a whole nother conversation with with you what, just, you just said you'd take him on your team. Is he better than Dak Prescott? Where, if Dak where's gets Cam hurt, ranking the starting find Cam and bring him in. They can play the exact that same ain't the, way. That ain't the question. That ain't the question I'm asking. Is he is he better start? Is he is he more? I'm, I'm, I'm starting, starting Dak, Dak because he's younger and healthier. So who's Cam Newton? Who's Cam? What what starting quarterbacks right now are, is Cam Newton definitely better than? Gardner Minshew. Okay. Nick Foles, Dwayne Haskins, Jared Stidham, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Daniel Jones, Baker Mayfield, Jared Goff. Uh, you sure you're better in golf? Yep. Oh, they both kind of they both kind of average and have one good year where they went to the Super Bowl. Golf's played with a lot more talent than Cam has. It, I mean, sure, okay. What? So you named eight. So he's twenty second oh, well, best in the looking. league right now. He ain't better. I mean, I'll take him over Tannehill. Uh, at this point, I'll take him over Derek Carr. Probably over Garoppolo. And that's when you start getting to. To some pretty, so, so that's a, pretty good people. So he's a so he's a middle of the road quarterback at best, which ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying there isn't, but for people to insinuate the Patriots should just roll out the red carpet and pay him what he wants to bring him in because he's a game changer. Because that's how people are talking, and I don't agree with it. I'm not a game changer. I agree with you when he when he was playing at the highest level when he was that MVP year he was. But yeah. it, it's been some years where he wasn't. You know, it's been some years where he every very inconsistent. Every other year's every, every other year's been average. 
So, I mean, he's, he's, you know, like – He's a middle-of-the-road quarterback. And my thing is, is people talk about him like he is an elite quarterback, and it drives me crazy because he's not. No, people he was an elite quarterback for one year. Too, too loosely. There's right. really only that's two, my thing. three, four elite, elite quarterbacks. That's, that's my thing. Now, do I agree with you? Yes, he's better than Stidham because we don't know what Stidham is. You got to take the guys who haven't started out of the equation. Okay. But do you roll out the red carpet to sign Cam knowing that you might just still be, you might not be any better with him? Because I'm not, you, if, like, I'm you England, if I'm New England, I'm, I'm not rolling it out. I'm, I'm not rolling it out. I got the cheap quarterback. You're not rolling it out. In, you're not going in Jacksonville because they're not ready to win right now. They've made that clear. So unless you're ready to win, just and that's yeah. Because he will. If you have a roster, like if Deshaun Watson gets hurt, sign Cam Newton. Exactly. I agree a hundred percent. Exactly. Exactly. But for people like for Nick Wright to insinuate that Cam Newton is better at this point in his career than Tom Brady is just wrong. Jameis Winston's probably better than, Jam- than Cam Newton right now. So, that's tough. Oh, damn. One's on the team. Oh, one's on a roster and one's not, man. Yeah, you're not wrong, but one's about two one, more interceptions. About two two more being out the league. We didn't talk about that. I actually really do like the Jameis signing. Like signing. I like oh, I do too. I like it. If he cuts it, look, look, here's the thing with Jameis. If he cuts his interceptions down in yeah. half yeah. to 15, 33 to 15, he's, he's still starting Tampa Bay. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. And honestly, I would take Jameis in New England over Cam Newton, not even think twice. I, I, don't, think it benefit, I don't think it benefits New England to bring Cam Newton in. I, I really don't. And I, and I, and I really don't. Because you're going to have to pay I'm prefacing money. And to get me wrong, don't get me wrong, I'm prefacing this on me looking at New England. Right. I don't care I don't, if any other team wants to bring in Cam Newton. I'm giving you my thoughts on what I think about Cam Newton as a quarterback. He's middle of the road at best right now. Probably going to stay that way. He's had one really good year where he was an MVP. Bravo. Matt Ryan was an MVP. Rich Gannon was an MVP. Okay? Like, doesn't mean you're quote-unquote elite and a game-changing quarterback. Matt Ryan's, Matt Ryan's bearing off both those guys. That's not even close. You know, it was but the same shit. They got to go. Joe Flacco be an elite quarterback. Joe Flacco be an elite quarterback. I don't know if that wasn't the case. Yeah, right. Right. Um, so, I'm looking at it just through New England. If fucking – if Pat Mahomes gets hurt and Kansas City wants to sign Cam Newton, I give fuck off. All right. I'm just looking at it through me being a New England fan. And that is a dumb take by Nick Wright. Nick Wright just needs to come out and say – I hate Tom Brady. This is what I think. Because Nick Wright doesn't think anybody's any good anymore except for Pat Mahomes. That's it. And he looks dumb with hair. He needs to cut his hair. And he's all, no nobody's good in basketball except for LeBron James either. And I love LeBron. But Nick Wright is convinced that the only two athletes that are any good in any sport are Pat Mahomes and LeBron James. And that dude's a clown. He needs to get the fuck off my television. All right. I'm disappointed in Colin Cowherd for letting him on his tele- on his show. Yeah. Cowherd's better than that. Yeah, so like that, and so I'm not like I like I made that anti-Cam. I'm more outraged that somebody insinuated Cam Newton would ever be better in any year 
that Tom, Tom Brady is going to be a, was a better quarterback last year. He's going to be a better quarterback 10 years from now. Yeah. Just point blank. For sure. Just point I, blank. You can't argue that. I mean, there's no way. Yeah. But I heard a guy say that. And I'm like, the fact that he's, the fact that he's driving an automobile scares the hell out of me with that kind of mindset. Eric, I think sometimes Eric, I think sometimes you can just say something to get reactions. Reactions. Like they need to, like skip baby. You ever notice his eyes are really big? They need to drug test him. I thought it was Shaka Smart covering uh, sports at first. <laughs> so I didn't even know who the guy was. Right. Right. Oh, jeez. So. But all right, man. What? Do you have anything else on the agenda today? Nah, we gotta, we gotta, nah, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, I gotta start heading out. You got, yeah. So good. So well, I have a heart start. attack. Yeah, man. I need you to yeah. relax. Need you to go take a take a cold cold bath. Get you get you a beer. I've had two beer. I've had already had two beers and a a, a Evan Williams single bear on diet coke. But I think the kids are here, so I'm gonna go play with them. Yeah, man. So I gotta get to the house too. So, uh, good show, man. Hell yeah, good show, yeah, man. Pleasure's all on this side, buddy. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I killed that shit. I like that. Yeah. Fine when we disagree. Thanks. So yeah, yeah. All right, man. We'll pop this. Stop this. Appreciate you guys for listening. Appreciate uh, Remember to share this with your friends. Tell them about it. You know, we get on here and talk about shit. Uh, you're right. So, uh, y'all should listen to us. Y'all should listen to us. <laughs> so, all right, we out of here. I have 14 notifications on Twitter. Ding. Ding. Yeah. <laughs>